Hey, Chris here. It's kind of cloudy, rainy day here in Medellin. You can probably see a little bit behind me. So here I'm in my apartment recording videos. So anyway, I was talking about previously about how Americans tend to have a lot of false beliefs when it comes to travel. And one of the most pernicious of those is that everything, everyone thinks that travel is expensive. They think that travel is a luxury that, that you know, normal people can afford maybe two weeks a year when they get paid vacation or that, you know, rich people get to enjoy more often than that. But I submit to you that not only is, uh, should traveling not be expensive, but that traveling, if you do it right, should actually be cheaper than not traveling. Now I'm not talking about staying at luxury resort, luxury resorts and staying at the best hotels and all that, because you know, you can't, obviously that is a luxury and you do need money for that to an extent, but to travel, especially if you, if you live in a country like the U.S. that has one of the, the higher cost of living in the world, you should be able to, at the very least, break even on, on uh, your, your expenses by living somewhere that is cheaper because you have to pay the travel expenses, sure, but you get to save a lot of money in the uh, lower cost of living. And at the same time, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be starving, right? There, there's some people that do that, and some people actually enjoy it. They'll go, they'll buy a one-way ticket to South America and stay here for six months without, you know, without really having any money to support them, and they'll, they'll just barely scrape by. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, being comfortable, and uh, and really enjoying what the places have to offer. And in my experience. The best experiences that you have are, are free, or at least are very affordable. And uh, you know, if you if you travel, usually the the cheap food is often as good as the expensive food. Um, you don't have to. Again, you're not you're not really depriving yourself by living on a budget when you travel. Um, uh, you know, the local. The local food, if you want to understand the local experience, the local food, the local lodging, et cetera, et cetera, the uh, local experiences usually are cheaper than what you would pay for the same thing at home. So I'm going to give you a few tips for how to do that because the, the typical American impression of how, how to travel is that you go, you buy a ticket to a, buy a plane ticket for whatever month in the future you happen to get your two weeks of paid vacation, and then you go to an all-inclusive resort where they have your room and they have nice places for you to stay, and then you buy drinks there and they include your food, and et cetera, et cetera. But if you really want the local experience, which in my opinion is much more meaningful, much more more enjoyable than some, some artificial experience that, uh, well, at least for me as a Floridian, I could just get the same thing in my backyard if I wanted to. So here's some tips for how to how to really make the most out of your travel and do so without with spending less money than you would spend if you were staying at home. So tip number one is to go to countries with a low cost of living. Now this this is completely outside of the reality of a lot of a lot of Americans, um, but there's a lot of places where everything or just about everything is cheaper. So I'm here right now in Medellin, Colombia, uh, and most things here cost about a third of what they do in the U.S. 
So I, I'm renting a nice apartment for for a month and spending $500. You know, fully furnished, uh, trash service in a nice part of town, $500 for a month. Um, food is I, I mean, you can get uh, you can get a nice lunch, including uh, uh, entree and rice and soup and uh, and a nice fresh squeezed juice is two dollars and fifty cents, right? You know that would be like ten dollars to fifteen dollars at least in the U.S. And then so so I'm saying that you should find these places that have the low cost of living. And there's a lot of them. And generally, if it's a poorer country than the U.S., it'll have a lower cost of living. Now, this is um, counteracted somewhat by countries that have high taxes. So you find countries that have that are relatively poor, but have high cost, but have fairly low taxes as well. And they'll usually have a fairly low cost of living. Now, you don't want to be putting yourself in danger. You still want to be putting yourself in nice places that have good infrastructure and that you know, you're not going to get robbed or killed on the street. So do your research before going to some shanty town in some country that you've never heard of that, that you're going to be in danger, right? So there's a lot of places like Medellin in some areas, and, you know, some areas here are terrible too, but um, here you, it's, the, the internet works, the places are nice, the neighborhood's nice, and everything is cheap. So that's what you're looking for there. And then... Um, as for where to stay, uh, now the cheapest option is couch surfing, where you just sleep on somebody's couch, which is uh, makes a lot of people a little nervous, understandably enough, because you're sleeping with some stranger. But there, <clears throat> my my experience with that, and I have done that somewhat, is that it's everybody's very nice for the most part, and people leave reviews of people. So if you get someone who's creepy weirdo, chances are he's going to have one or two bad reviews so you can avoid him. Um, anyway, if couch surfing is not your style, and that's free, right? That's completely free accommodation. But, it, um, you know, if you're not that desperate, then you can stay in hostels where you have, uh, it's like a shared dorm room. I love hostels because they are great for socializing. They're great for making friends. And everybody there is on vacation. Everybody is there is there to party. Now the downside to hostels is the accommodations usually suck. Usually they're in a good place, good part of town, especially like the the happening nightlife areas of town. But usually the accommodations suck, right? You're stuck in a uh, dorm room with like six to twelve other people usually, and you just get a bed. And usually there's a cramped little bathroom that you have to wait for for other people to use because you have all these people that are using the same bathroom, etc. So it's not the most comfortable option, but it is a lot of fun. And then uh, the option I use most of these days is Airbnb, because you get a place with, um, you, you can get a full apartment, or you can just rent a room in somebody's house. So it means that you get a bedroom and you get a kitchen, which is the, the main thing for me. And you can find some cool places on Airbnb. I won't go into that too much now, but you can find good deals and you find cool places. Airbnb, if you rent longer term, is almost always cheaper than hotel rooms, which is interesting because it's so much better. Like we have a whole apartment to ourselves, we have a kitchen and everything. And you know, hotel rooms almost never include a kitchen, but it's cheaper than a hotel room would be most of the time. Um, another tip is to stay in smaller towns, go outside of the main tourist areas, right? Like every, if you 
if you go to the biggest city in the country and you go to the uh, the most tourist friendly place in that big city, you are going to be paying the top prices and you're going to be getting the tourist experience and not really seeing the the local way of life. I have found um, many times that it's a lot better to go a little outside of that. So even if you go go to a, a city with a lot of foreigners, like like I'm here in Medellin, um, go to the go to the places that are a little more off the beaten path for tourists. And then if you can and the, the more off the beaten path for tourists you get, the cheaper it is. And oftentimes the nicer it is because you're you're really experiencing something different. If you go to the really touristy areas, it's almost like you never left home. So, you know, why even bother traveling if, if that's going to be the case? Uh, another, another idea is to stay for longer periods of time. The, more, the longer you stay, the more you spread your travel expenses over that time period. So if you have to pay a, say that your plane ticket is $300, if you're um, spreading that over a period of 30 days, that's $10 per day that that plane ticket covers. If you're going for... A week, then that's uh, what is that? Forty dollars a day, right? So the longer you stay, the more the more you're spreading out your travel expenses, and the better deals you can get online. So, for example, Airbnb will give pretty nice discounts sometimes if you rent by the week or by the month. I think I got on this place, I got like a fifty percent discount for renting by the month, and then. Even better is if you if you can actually get a place that's like a long-term rental. If you're going to stay for a year, for example, and you get a uh, you get assigned a regular year-long lease, usually you have to provide your own furnishings, but that's not terribly expensive in the long in the grand scheme of things. And that way, um, you can cut your cut your expenses a lot. Then, uh, if you cook your own food, that helps, and you know, food in the Food in the restaurants here is cheap, but food in the grocery stores is even cheaper. Just yesterday, I, I got a really nice skirt steak for $3 a pound, whereas in the, in the U.S. it would be $10 a pound. And made it myself and it was delicious. So if you cook your own food, then you can minimize your expenses considerably. And then uh, last tip I got for you today is that you should... Travel when the plane tickets are cheap. So this has to do with your flexibility. Um, there, there is a very wide variance in how much the plane tickets cost, and there's there's a couple of ways to do this. Now, there's uh, either to if you have one place in particular that you have your heart set on that you really want to travel, you can wait a little while, and. Uh, well, first of all, go to, um, I use Google Flights for all of this. Go to Google Flights, check check all the dates, and figure out when you can find the cheapest flight. And then, if you don't find a particularly great deal, try again in two weeks and figure out when is the cheapest flight. It may be, it may be considerably cheaper. If you are flexible and you plan in advance, then you can get pretty great deals on tickets. Now, if you're less flex, if you if you're not flexible about timing, then you can be flexible about your destination, which is something I've done a bunch of times. Again, I go on Google Flights. I figure out like what's the general region that I want to go to. So maybe it's South America, maybe it's Europe, maybe it's 
it's East Asia, whatever it is, and then you set the map, there's a map thing on there, I won't show you exactly, but you can find it, and set it to that general area, and it will tell you what are the cheapest flights to every city in that area. So you can, you can and there, there will be a big difference between cities a lot of times, and you know, I, I don't know what all goes into that, but you know, some, some airlines will service some cities and not others, and then some countries charge more in taxes than others, etc. So I've done uh, a fair bit of my travel just based on that. I say, okay, here's the world, here's all the airports in the world, where can I get a nice deal on a flight? For instance, so that's how I discovered Medellin, for example. I, I wanted to go to South America, so I looked, okay, where in South America can I get the cheapest plane ticket? And it took me to Medellin, and I loved it. Um, I went to uh, I went to Barcelona for the same reason. I I think I went to Zurich, Switzerland, for the same reason. And you know, it's being flexible about your about your destinations and being flexible about your timing will mean that you can get really good deals on tickets. And then if you factor in the low cost of living, if you're smart about what you do, um, and you don't you know you don't stay at the all all inclusive resorts, you don't pay the gringo prices. Then you can you can travel on really cheap, and as I said, I won't get into this too much. But as I said, the best experiences almost everywhere you travel are free or very cheap. So do with that what you will. If you got any suggestions or comments? Leave them below.